Hello, everyone, and welcome to the MMOs.com podcast. This is episode 51 now, and this is Altai, joined by... Omer. Gumble. Matt. Cerulean. Perfect. And as you can see, I'm back in Vegas with my brother. My room is a little neater than his, and that's because we have the Vive set up here. You can see the tripods. There it is. How is the vibe? You want to give a quick summary? All right. Well, I was going to save it for the post game because we always go on these VR tangents. Well, we can do more VR later. Okay. So one thing about the vibe is so many people are not going to be able to do what we did. My bedroom is now literally the VR room. Like there's not there's nothing else in here besides like a table and you know just the the, the tripods. And even this room is half the size of their recommended size. Yeah. So it's it's interesting. I I only played one game because I got here last night. And uh, I played the job simulator. Uh, that was fun. It was interesting. You got, I got to like throw stuff at people. Something you don't know about. So. Uh... Whoa! <laughs> it's also like forty dollars normally. Like, Whoa! I came with it for free. It's free though. I thought. It's forty dollars on Steam though. But well, when it comes with the vibe. That's for Oculus. So who? But who would? Oh, for Oculus people. Because who would buy it for forty dollars? Anyway. Plus on Oculus, you don't want to buy it because you don't get to use the hands. Like you don't have the hand stuff with you from release anyway. But enough, enough Vive stuff early on. We gotta start with the weekly rate as we always do. So Gumby, take it away. Okay, so this week, uh, this for the past week we've all been playing Overwatch, right? And uh, yep. Overwatch is a bit of a surprise for us when it was first uh, announced because we found it was going to go buy to play. And many of us here at the MMOs.com crew are champions of free to play, but this past year a lot of titles have chosen to charge a price. Uh, Black Desert Online, Overwatch, and then most recently uh, Tryon Worlds is Atlas Reactor actually mm-hmm. made a conversion from a free-to-play model to now it's going to be by the play. And while I was playing Overwatch, I think I was with Omer, and I said out loud, this game deserves to be by the play. And it got me thinking, you know, when is a price tag on a game warranted? What What is it about a game that says, okay, I'm going to spend my money on this, it's worth it, over being free-to-play? Is it because the game is polished? Is it because I got my money's worth because I devoted so many hours? So I'm going to ask the crew and everyone in chat, you know, what is it, when when will you pay for a game? What is it that makes you reach into your wallet? I pay for polish. That's about it. I mean, if, if it's not polished, like, you, you could make anything, and it doesn't matter how long or short the game is or what it is. You could make anything, and if it's unpolished, it is going to, like, feel a little bit like a ripoff at some point. Okay, I have a very okay. strong opinion on this, so I'll talk last. All right, I'll, I'll throw my hat into the ring. I think for it has to, a game has to be incredibly polished to be able to justify charging money today, especially when you're talking in like this online PC FPS arena because you have a lot of these games are free to play. Though then again, you have games like CS:GO which still cost money. But the games we typically look at are from Korean and Asian studios, and they're kind of used to the free to play model. I'm, I'm getting kind of used to it as well. But certain genres, I think there's a big barrier. For example, if you look at the MOBA genre, almost everything is entirely free to play, whether it's League, whether it's Dota 2, whether it's Heroes of the Storm. So in certain genres, you really can't charge money. And you make more money by being free to play, as we've seen games like Dota and League just absolutely milk money. But then again, you have a new game like... Uh, this new game just came out in MOBA that, that costs money. Uh, for some reason, it's slipping my mind. I know Gumby wrote a review for it, is working on a review on it. But oh, the game has to be incredible. Battleborn, yes. But a game has to be incredibly, incredibly polished. Like, we're talking top, top tier. If your game is excellent of the excellent, I have no problem paying for it. And I think Overwatch has proved itself to be that excellent of the excellent. All right. For me, I think it's the total opposite. I think Overwatch 
would have been better free to play for the reason my brother said, which is, uh, you know, in the end, in the long run, uh, because of a large audience and small microtransactions, they can make more money. But for a smaller game with less development behind it, maybe less uh, less support over the years, like they want to just ship a product and move on to the next one, it's actually better to be free to play. I mean, to buy to play. So I can see Atlas Reactor going buy to play for that reason. It's a niche. Uh, not going to have the same size of an audience as, let's say, something like Dota or League or even a shooter like Overwatch. But the people who are interested in that kind of product will pay, right? So the, because yeah, its market is smaller, you need to just get them to pay and then play. That's actually part of the reason that uh, war games cost an absurd amount of money, because not only are they so in depth, they're they're so like they're modeled in such depth, and not that many people are going to be interested in the genre, so they charge like upwards of like eighty to a hundred dollars for some war games because it's making up for the fact that you have a certain niche that's gonna play them and they're gonna want to pay whatever to be able to play this thing that's modeled this like realistically. And also the 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 audience, the the potential audience for a detailed war game like that is much smaller than a game like Overwatch or Dota. Like if everyone pays one dollar for Dota, right? That's that's a lot of money. But if the entire if the, if the entire audience dedicated to like a you know four X strategy game that takes like twenty hours per round, you know, if every single person buys the fuzzy hat like I'm wearing for one dollar cosmetic, that's not enough, you know, to recoup the investment. So I think niche games are better off going buy to play, while mass market games are better off going free to play. So and that's why I think it's so interesting that Blizzard chose to go buy to play with Overwatch because I, I was really expecting a free to play model for that one. Does uh, anyone know the the numbers on um, like Tears of the Storm? That's like the one that they did that that is free to play, right? Uh, I mean, again, like I was saying, in, in certain mo in, in the mobile genre, it's very difficult to compete with League and Dota if there's a price tag, which is why I think Battleborn is gonna have issues. I mean. Like I'm not nobody's saying Battleborn's a bad game. Actually, Gummy was telling me it's getting so much better as he plays. You know, because we played very little bit in the Sunday. As he actually as he unlocks what he needs to be yeah. able to actually play it. <laughs> yeah. So as, you know, as he was, it, why? Like I'm a league player. I play some Dota on the side as well. I, I, I used to play Heroes of the Storm, not so much anymore. But I just can't see myself paying to play a new MOBA when a MOBA itself has so much barriers to entry already. I have to learn every hero, what they do. That way I can counter my opponents when they play those heroes. So there's, there's an investment you got to put to a MOBA before you even That's start true. enjoying it. And and then on top of that, you have to pay 60 bucks when I can play League, Dota, or Haas for free. It's a rough sell, at least in that genre. I think one of the reasons Overwatch went buy-to-play is for the console purpose. They didn't want to charge zero on PC and 60 on console. That was that would have been too hard of a sell. That's not, that sense. No, that, that doesn't make any sense because Why? there's a rising market of free-to-play games on consoles. Okay, you say but rising, but there aren't that many. Still. But they're like, but they're usually old PC games. They're not launch PC games. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. Like things like Neverwinter, Smite. Neverwinter. They're games that five years later well, go. To no, PC. it's not five. It's not really five years later because they wanted to be five years later, though, or because they're trying to get the audience because they need it. It's five years later because they focused on PC and then refocused somewhere else with a smaller team, and it took that long. No, I think they found success first, and then they wanted to. They said, "Okay, we have we have something here. Why not try to get everyone, to get everyone's money?" Also, I, you you guys know I'm a staunch defender of free to play, but when you look at a game like Overwatch, the, what they can get away with is the game is going to have microtransactions in it without a doubt. So you have a game that's going to cost everybody forty to sixty dollars up front, depending on which edition they buy, and people are going to spend money on it. So I don't think the forty dollar barrier is going to really 
prevent people from playing the game because if it's an excellent game, people will tell their friends about it and they're gonna they're gonna cough up the forty dollars and play it, and then they're gonna monetize with uh, microtransactions as well. I think guys... if uh... <clears throat> oh, did I actually cut you off? Did I sever you in two? You 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 did sever me. It, it's I was just gonna say if if, the, if it didn't have uh, like microtransactions, it just it'd be kind of weird, but they're going to make so much more money as a buy-to-play game because it's a polished game that justifies the price tag and they're going to sell you on the microtransactions. How do you guys a, feel about Overwatch having, like, a trial? Do you think that would, like, solve, like, if you have the trial up to, like, a certain level? Well, I mean, we did have a trial. It was more? called Open Beta. Do you think uh, that solves... <laughs> no, but I mean, like, I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, clearly, but, you know, I'm talking about the game as it moves forward, right? Like, mm -hmm. do you think that would solve a lot of the free... Because I, I think, for me, the biggest free-to-play benefit is being able to invite your friends and play it right away and like, try it out, you know? Cause so do you think yeah. that something like that, like a trial, can really give them the benefits of free-to-play while not having the, the negatives? I think people can abuse it by making new accounts keep playing because it's a game that but you, if you, you, know, you, don't, ranked, you don't really build right, on your you character. Wanna, if you want to play ranked, it's kind of like you, you can't keep your rank throughout you know, but, but most people aren't going to play ranked. It's like people in the league don't play ranked. They just play for fun. I mean, there might be free weekends, right? Yeah. Like, but I think oh, the that whole, would help. Yeah. I weekends. think the concept of a demo has really, really declined over the past like ten years. I remember when I was younger, like every game, even like even console games. Like I remember for PlayStation One, somehow I had a disc, uh, the for Final Fantasy VII demo, right? And uh, and PC games obviously, which demos all over the place. But I really haven't played a demo in so long these days. I feel Do you like demos. When your PC magazine came with that free disc for a yeah, demo. Yeah. Like, yeah, good times. But there really haven't been demos. Like demo was a thing as a concept that's really been declining. I feel so. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't think Blizzard will bring that back. To be, uh, it's, free weekends could be. Free weekends are going to be the way to go. Do it. I don't think so, they're going to have free weekends. I don't. I don't think it's going to be like. Uh, it, it's not going to be on Steam, so I don't think they're going to treat it like a Steam game. First off, and second. Like, you don't really have free weekends for games on consoles, and as you guys are saying, they're going to treat it somewhat like a console game. I, I don't think free weekends are going to happen. Also, Blizzard is notoriously stingy. They're like, even their older games, like StarCraft 1, Diablo 2, uh, they, they kind of keep them at high price, relatively high price in, in retail. So they, they're not known to be a discounter. So yeah, probably, maybe not. So, so I'm somewhat confused by this whole conversation. Uh, you guys think that Overwatch should have launched as a free-to-play title and would be more successful that way? Yes. I think no. I think they're going to make more money I this think way. Because, okay, I don't in, think so. my intuition says no, because to me, from what I can tell, we don't have numbers, because Blizzard also has decided to keep that close to them. Overwatch is, has been a huge success, and I can't imagine huge. how many sales... I, I mean, it's all over the place. I mean, I see it everywhere. Everyone I know is talking about it. Most mm -hmm. people I know who tried the open beta ended up converting and purchasing it. So I can't imagine hours. that they would make more money having launched it as a free-to-play title. I feel like they went their their bank account piled up for mm -hmm. relative to how much it costs to develop the game. And look, just and based on this console too. Imagine Consoles if they would launch free-to-play. So much money. Yeah, exactly. And it and it just depended on microtransactions. Now even whales, they don't spend big bucks when they go to purchase um, in-game items. They they buy small items, but a lot of them. So. Mm -hmm. If you combine no, both, I, you have this by the play entry, that, and it was proven yeah. recently. There was a study; it came out, and it proved that whales. I'll I'll get the link for it. That whales don't make giant purchases; they make a lot Am of small I like purchases. Am I like a special whale then? Am I like a yeah? I mean, you can be a No, no, no. What you do is you purchase lots of small items, but you purchase a lot at once. You know? What yeah, I'm saying? yeah. That's what he's right. saying. Right, and they, the whale might do that too. Uh, 
But I just, to me, seeing how successful Overwatch has been, just based on word of mouth and who, who's been talking about it, and the fact that it's 40 60 bucks, I think Blizzard made a, a ton more money than if they had launched the free-to-play. So okay. it seems like the right move. Let me clarify then what I meant. Go I ahead. Meant, okay. In order to make more money as a free-to-play yeah. versus buy-to-play, you need scale. And of the games we... Of like the shooters coming out, whether it's Lawbreakers or Atlas Reactor, another buy-to-play game coming out now, of the and Overwatch, Overwatch had the best chance as a free-to-play game than those two because it's more broad. More you than need Heroes of the Storm or Hearthstone. Well, well, again, Hearthstone is broad, just like it kind of fits my criteria. No, I, I don't think that there is any situation in which Overwatch. Make sure more. Not free to play. Really? I don't think there's any situation. No. I, wa I want to jump in over here because we're looking at Lawbreakers video in the background. And I want to say, after playing Overwatch, I, I can't imagine myself paying for Lawbreakers. Like, I again, I haven't played the game. I've seen videos of the game. But why should I pay for another shooter? Well, like, I feel like Lawbreakers guys, should... that, that's unfair, though, because you're saying that just because it came first, you shouldn't pay for the other ones. I'm not saying you shouldn't pay that, for it. I'm telling you right now, I'm not going to pay for guys, it. Guys, guys. Well, quick, quick injection here. Doesn't this map in Lawbreakers look just like that Asian map in Overwatch, except more Kinda like really? Yeah, but, but this game looks more realistic versus less cartoony than Overwatch. It looks good. I mean, I'll try it. I'll try Overwatch. I, uh, I can Lawbreakers. guarantee that's uh, any any. Uh, yeah, I'm not, no, I'm not. Similarities or coincidence. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying they copy. It's just interesting that it kind of looks similar. Like, not just the map, but like They're... the whole but, but spiel. It, the, set, the setting is way too fucking weird for them to actually have any overlap at all. Mm -hmm. But, but uh, let's think about it. You're you're gonna buy a game, right? You have Overwatch in front of you, and you have Lawbreakers, right? Uh, you could play both, right? But like, I just don't see a lot of people giving Lawbreakers a chance because I here's a game that's published by Nexon. But why? Which, not? You know, with, <coughs> it looks okay, more. It looks more realistic. Omer, Omer, one at a time. Out of all the things that were complaints about Overwatch, what was the biggest one? Uh, there's only two game modes. There's no deathmatch. Do you know what Lawbreakers does really well? Deathmatch. Okay. Deathmatch. Okay. Yeah, but first of all, if I, there are a lot of people who like realistic key graphics versus cartoony. This game looks more. This, this game looks more graphically. If aesthetically I want to play nice. a realistic looking game, I'll go play Call of Duty. All right. What do you? Or Counter Strike. It's the, look. You're in Lawbreak, Unless Lawbreakers turns out to be a god tier game, which it can be. I'm not ruling it out. Okay. No, I'm, if I'm not saying it's going to be polish. Listen, if Lawbreakers is the same excellent polish as a game like Counter-Strike Go, Overwatch, called call the Call of Duty series, if it has excellent, excellent polish, ah, okay, it'll make money, right? But that's a very high bar, which people are seeming to forget. Where that bar won't be that high if it was free-to-play. The free-to-play bar is much lower. People won't give it a shot unless it turns out to be amazing. I don't think so. No, the free-to-play bar is not much lower because the free-to-play bar has League. It has Dota. No, I'm it talking FPS. No, no. Look, look, look at yeah. FPS games. Okay, so, look at FPS uh, games. There are a lot of free-to-play FPS games. Combat Arms. Sudden no, Attack. No, this, Crossfire. No, no. What about We're that Ghost in the Shell? I'm talking about the best one. Ghost in the, the Shell. Isn't that free now? Isn't Ghost in the Shell free now? <laughs> it will be. No. Ghost in the Shell will be free when it launches. It's still early access, so it still costs money. I haven't actually never played launches, a lot of free-to-play shooters recently. I've played a lot. And there are, there are so many options of free-to-play shooters that you have to be excellent to succeed. So that's that's me personally. I don't see myself paying for Overwatch okay. unless I hear from a friend that the game is godlike. You just said Overwatch, but <laughs> I meant Lawbreakers. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why I stopped you. <laughs> All right. Well, in other news, oh, here's a good point. Here's a good segue. You guys, ready for the segue? 
Okay. Right. What right. about I instead will... of we've been arguing okay, buy to play okay, versus free to play? Right. What about both? Let's start buy to play like Trees of Savior did for a month or two, and then we switch to free to play. Make our money and go free to play and quadruple the player. I'm days? calling yeah, it. Black Desert Online is going to do the, do that exact maneuver. I don't see Overwatch doing it because it's Blizzard, right? But I can see Black Desert going free to play within a year. That's my guess. We speculated about that last time, but anyway, it's I think a the very of... good monetization move. The point of Air Hunt's position is that Trio Savior is now free to play. Yeah, officially launched. Yes, it's officially Yay! launched. Shoo, Shoo, where do you stand? Shoo, where do you stand? I haven't uh, played it since I got the kittens. Oh, so, okay, and about <laughs> so, that. Uh, and, like, I wanted to play it. I, I wanted to play it. So, like, you know, after, after that whole thing happened, I was like, oh, you know, play, play a Trio Savior. Trio Savior. And then I got on, and people were like, hey, check it out. Overwatch is. is is uh you can play it now so i was like really and i played it and then uh, true savior was dead wow so how is people are playing true savior right now in steam Shark i still see a lot of friends play. on it but uh it, it ha i don't think it says it hasn't taken off as much as i guess people expected <laughs> uh, don't it's, it's, true savior. i don't know there's the, the, the issues is it's really grindy it's really grindy and it, it feels not ready like not it ready. feels like you're playing a game that is is still in development. Okay, so what game issue. doesn't feel like that these days? Overwatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah Overwatch, exactly. <laughs> All right. So some numbers for you guys too. Before the game went free to play on May 9th, it was about ten thousand concurrent users, and the day it went free to play, it jumped to forty six thousand. So it's it's pretty incredible, and they're having a lot of capacity issues because I see the servers going down because there's only a few people online right now. But 46,000 current users is actually incredible. So you got to give well, them some props. Well, but that's yeah, on launch day. That's on launch day. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. going gonna, it's gonna to go down. I, I imagine by the oh, end of this week gone down. or beginning of next week, we'll be at around a 20,000. Uh, I say no. I, I, I think it'll be higher. It's going to hold stable? No. As the day went on, they've already dropped 9,000 concurrent. Okay. But they're having capacity issues to keep that in mind because I just see the huge drop off because they had to take the servers down. Okay. No, I, I think it's going to settle around 5,000 in the next month. I've, I have a new right. feature, guys. MMOs.com podcast weekly bets. All right, I'm going to write these okay. down. Writing these down. Ready? Write them down. Write them down. Okay. I say I say current users for Tree of Savior. Uh, how long did you say, Matt? Well, no, one week. No, we're talking one week. One, no, one, one week, week from today, the next podcast. Today. What will uh, the what will the 24-hour peak okay. be on this website? Steam charts. Right now, it's 46. 25,000 25, in a week. Okay, so Matt says 25. Omar? I say 40,000. 40, 40, Get 40. the fuck out of here. All right, Sean? I'd say 20,000. 20. Ooh. Shoe? These yeah. kids have no faith. Let's see who wins. They have no You're faith. You're overly ambitious. Shoe, what are you at? I'm not I am on the money. Tree of Savior? Yep, one week yeah. from today, uh, Steam charts, 24-hour peak number. Take the take the numbers 18, from chat, 000. too. 18,000? Okay. Oh, wow. We're getting more and more pessimistic here. All right. I'm well, gonna... I, I just I don't feel the game, like, like if it's the type of game where you play it, like, the more you play it, the mm -hmm. more, like, it's, you, you play it and you're really charmed by it in the beginning, and you're like really excited to play it yeah. and then like as you get into like the high level 140 like to like this there's like this gap where like it's really hard to level and it just becomes too like it's too stressful like to your to your mind like the moments of being excited of leveling is like not happening frequent enough so you're just kind of like you grow cold towards it all right Wait, well, I'll, I'll, I'll put myself in at 17,000 all right go on 
Never mind. Because, shoot, people, most people are not going to be super grind to get to level 150 within the week. We said one week. So I think I was, I think I was being very conservative when I said 40,000. I honestly think it's over 50,000. I think it'll be higher than the peak when we're free to play because people are going to tell their friends they're going to start getting on. Okay, but so again, you seem to be the only one guess. optimistic, but we'll see. What do you mean week. I haven't played the game? I, I played the shit of. I, I know, but people won't, people, won't get, people won't get to the part where it gets stressful within the first week, show. Yeah, you're right. They'll all quit at level 10. Oh, no, you guys are. Oh, yeah, we'll find out. We'll find out next week who's on the money, and we'll keep track of right. who's been. Okay, it, it, it's not okay. After having played it, it's it's not going to have the hundred thousand concurrent users that uh, Black Desert is boasting. I, I can tell you that much. But right. Black Desert may be in for losing all those after all the hacks. Does Black Desert really have a hundred thousand concurrent? I, I find that very difficult As of to the believe. end of April, a press release went out saying that oh. 100,000 concurrent average. I find that very difficult to believe. Unless we see, like, uh, if I saw on a Steam platform, that'd be nice. But again, it's possible. I'm not going to say they're lying, but it's very it's very rough. Like, <laughs> Somehow I think at the end of April, MMORPG gave away 5,000 uh, seven-day trial keys. So no, that was after that. Yeah, right, they, they had a big push on seven-day trial cases. MMOs.com gave away. We gave them over a 1,000 ourselves, too. Plus, every site gave them away. So they pushed a lot of free-to-play users on there that wanted to try it for the first time. And we'll see how many convert to buy-to-play. I think and it was also, because a lot of people were complaining that they couldn't try it. <laughs> they seem fair. to fair. What, what I've heard, what I've heard from uh, people that were familiar with the Korean version is that they listened a lot, and like by a lot, I mean way too much. Like basically, if anybody bitched about anything too much, they would change it. That's what I was list. That's what I heard. <laughs> well, this is a perfect transition time because yeah, I'm gonna steal this transition, Gumby. I'm stealing you, it. You can't though. This I'm is stealing. this is too related. Okay, mine was related too, but all right, take it. Look, you, do you see it, right? Am I good all to right. go? <laughs> you good to go. Last week we talked about uh, MMOG fails hacking the Russian version of the game in Black Desert Online because a lot of data is stored client-side. Well, we got a return post this week about how well our famous hacker fared on the NA and EU servers, and guess what? It worked brilliantly. He was able to hack the shit out of the game. Uh, we have <laughs> Not the as here. much as the Russian version. Not as much. In Russia, the hacks just work a little better, but uh, the fact of the matter is uh, there's still tons of hacking to be done uh, on the NAEU version, including having infinite HP and MP, uh, and getting rid of cooldowns. Wow. Uh, a whole, with a whole bunch of other things that just kind of break the game for anyone who wants to hack. So it, knowing that, to, for me, I don't want to take any part in PvP, although I do recommend the game as a PvE exploratory experience, but it is unfortunate that... This is what it's come down to. This is one of the worst hacks I've seen, uh, and it's funny that it happens at the same time as the division. Uh, but I don't know what's going on with these games. It seems like this is doesn't really I, make any I, sense. If I were to guess, if I were to guess, they're trying to do way too much with, um, like an online massively multiplayer setting, and the result is that they're having to offload more of it onto the client, and that is. Leaving them with a lot of vulnerabilities. But that, I had that's, to guess. A, that's a decision they made early in the development to, to offload a lot of the client side. Like, this is a technical issue, which they, from the get go, it should have been built up with hey, more things. Just my side. guess. Just my okay. guess. Like, if I had to guess, that's what I'd say. I'd say it's just shoddy thinking. It had nothing to do with, like, limitations on um, this, the software or hardware or anything. 
Well, oh, with my... PDO, I could believe that after hearing that they give you a random amount of HP and MP on level up. Like, what oh, the yeah, fuck? That's... Who came up with that bullshit? That's awesome. So everyone is unique, as in Gimped. Okay. I, I, Except I for that one, one guy thing. that got high rolls on every single one of them. It's like, we're the same class, we have the same gear, but you have like 30% more health than me. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> I want to talk about that, because keep in mind, you can use that hack, right, to maximize your stat gains. So, oh, because yeah. Black Desert Online, when you level up, you gain random stats, which is very odd for a game that wants to have competitive PvP, because some players will gain more stats per level up than other players out of pure chance. And if you have a hack, and you can, you can maximize your stats every level, once you reach max level, you can just turn that hack off. It can be very silent. You can only alter your stats every time you level up. And then, even if they patch the hack later, there you are with the character with the perfect stats, and you have a, you have a huge edge over other players right away. That's like, so that I heard... Long-term damage. Like, what I read is that the issue with exposing these hacks is not the people that are going to hack a lot. It's going to be the people that are going to hack a little bit yes. and stay under the radar. And what I think when I hear that thing with the level up thing is exactly what you said. The people that are going to turn it on every time they level up and turn it right back off again. So, so your chance of getting caught is minimized. That's weird. Though, though, to be fair, okay, to be fair to all these hackers, I have heard that... These hacks from Russia have keyloggers and that every one of their accounts is getting stolen right now. Listen, listen, Matt, Matt, but, if you download but, hacks, a part of the experience is getting hacked right, yourself. It's but, part of the fun. Come on. And Soviet Russia hacks hack you, okay? But anyways. You know, in, in my I, in my experience, I downloaded a Warcraft 3 key generator, uh, like a key generator, right? Because I pirated Warcraft 3. And as soon as you use it, it works, right? You can play the game. But then it just hacks your WoW account, so I lost my WoW account that thing. But I've also heard, I've also heard that Dom <laughs> has been giving hackers back their accounts after admitting that they lost their account to a hack. What? You know what they should do? They should <laughs> yeah. do what the Chinese companies do. They, they, Chinese companies, when they ban you, you can buy your account back, even if you broke like the that. rules. It's actually, in Conquer Online, I believe, specifically Conquer Online, I did a first look video and I mentioned that, because if you get banned for cheating, you can literally pay $60 to get your account back. No questions and asked, if, baby. If, no questions asked. They let you go, right? Body, every cheating, they, whatever. Every time you get caught, they should double it. No, no. If you get caught the second time, it's $100, right? The third time, you're permanently banned, apparently, which I doubt it's actually permanent ban. If you get caught the third the, the, the time... The third one is, please contact for price. <laughs> for newest quote, okay? <laughs> pay more than that star citizenship. <laughs> Which is the most absurd system. Come on, the, a game, like, when you're running a game, you're supposed to keep balance to keep most of the players happy. If you let players go for hacking, like, that's the worst mentality you could have when you run a game. Well, it's, it's like real life. Uh, it's, it's such yeah, a it's like if you're rich, risk. If you're, if you're rich, you go to like a country club for a year, you know? Oh, you <laughs> killed someone? <laughs> go to this resort, it's nice. <laughs> it actually is accurate, because you get better lawyers, you get, you know. <laughs> exactly. It's, it, honestly, real life is pay to win, so games that are pay to win is very realistic. You want realism, right, guys? There we go. <laughs> but people want to escape realism in games, so in their defense, they don't That's want That's like that. if you get caught cheating on your taxes, you just pay for a really good lawyer and you pay to win yeah. your way out of court. <laughs> yeah, that is that. That is how it works. <laughs> Actually, uh, somebody in the chat... Oh, I was like, somebody that... It was, it was Tree of Savior related, because Tree of Savior, I believe, is still in old beta, technically, right? And no? Somebody I, in the chat... I, I thought it came out now. Today, maybe May tenth. Today launched. Well, the free to play launch was today. But uh, anyway, somebody said, uh, "Mellow Grunty" in the chat said, uh, "Anyone else think open beta should be called something else? Because no one plays open beta to report bugs anymore." Which I think is a good point. When we think open beta, the first thing that comes to my mind, okay, the game's out. You know, like this is release. Maybe stress test, that you call it. 
I don't know. I think they should because when, you, when you're playing open beta, you're all you're basically doing is logging in. So this thing, if if everyone, if the server can handle everyone, so it's maybe stress test would be good. Because when you think stress test, it's limited. It's an excuse to um. It's have like, yes. She was on the money. She was on the money. <laughs> you is like early early access. Is, I think is actually a better term, even though I, I hate that term too. But at least early access is being honest. Open beta sounds like it's beta is such an incorrect well, word because. There's no one really reporting bugs anymore at that point. In fact, even closed beta has reached a point where it's of absurdity. I remember we used to give away keys years ago for a game called uh, what's that? What's that beat 'em up samurai game on PS2 we used to play? Dynasty it was like Warriors. Dynasty, Dynasty Warriors online. When Dynasty Warriors online came out, right years ago, we gave away beta keys for Dynasty Warriors online, and there are closed beta keys, right? But guess what? They didn't do shit. Okay, whether you put the key in or not, or you don't put the key in, you can just play the game. Like, the keys literally did absolutely nothing. I tested it. I made a brand new area account to play it back then, and it just worked. So, like, closed beta has become a joke to the, at this point, too. And sometimes they don't even wipe in closed beta. So it's not even, like, at least closed beta, they wipe technically. But nowadays, open beta is basically released. So I feel like it's really lost that meaning. Well, I want to counter that, because uh, Overwatch, we've been talking about, kind of did it. access open beta? It had an they open were, beta. Yeah. It lasted, you know, one weekend and a plus one day, and then it's closed, and now we can't play, and we can't play for a week or two now. And when we do play, our accounts are gone. Yeah, it's fortunate. I feel sad losing my account because I I put like sixteen hours in the Soldier seventy six. All right, my boy. So somebody had a my good name for hero. for our open beta pre release test. About that. It doesn't have it's the same long. flavor. It's too long. All right, fine. See, open beta has a nice ring to it. Open beta. It's just it's got a nice ring. It's not going anywhere. So I think what it comes down to now is making sure it doesn't get any worse. When you see someone call something early access open beta, protest them. Don't let them get away with that. I've seen companies do early access pre alpha. Didn't Atlas <laughs> didn't Atlas react to do that? I think it was an alpha test we were all in. It was pre alpha, pre alpha. Pre alpha. Yeah, and it was open like open pre alpha. What does that mean? Where's when's Delta coming out, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Gamma. Yeah, it's only about the alpha and beta, all right? Open gamma test, You think you're going to have beta tests for the alpha, and you get alpha, and then you have an alpha test for the beta, and then you... I want an omega test. It's just it's just a command prompt. Like There's no graphics yet. They'll program the game if you want to... It's just notepad, you know? You just see the code. It's wireframe, all right? The graphics aren't done yet. The test word has really lost its meaning, I think. I mean... It's I, there's no real solution for it. I think it's just industry term. It's kind of stuck in the, especially in this free to play MMO genre. The grats and Blizzard for actually making it a real beta by wiping and so it is a real beta in that I regard. I mean, Blizzard's always been kind of good with that. Back in the day when we were in the World of Warcraft open beta, it was free. Uh, you didn't have to buy the game, but it lasted like two, three days or something, and then they wiped. It wasn't like uh, it wasn't this nonsense. Yeah, it was. It wasn't this nonsense like marketing, you know, that they do today. It might have been two weeks. I remember now. It's a week or two. Oh, whatever it was. So Blizzard's been. Blizzard is professional in their like launch schedule. I guess they do take their time, but you know they're not. They're not too gimmicky with the launches. So, what did you guys think about uh, uh, the game going from buy to play to free to play? Atlas Reactor. You, you mean you free to play to buy to play? Free to play to buy to play. play. Yeah, I thought it made correct. sense. Because, Wait, Alice uh, Rector is going by to play? play? Yep. Yeah, Alice Rector is going by to play. Oh. Gee, shoot. Alice <laughs> we said that like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, was, I was in a heated okay. debate, okay? 
To Tryon's credit, however, they did make it so that even though the price has been raised from the minimum buy-in from free-to-play, everyone who bought in at that minimum still gets access. Oh, that's sweet. How sweet. But it was, yeah, if okay. you get 10 bucks at the time. Like we said before, Atlas Reactor, I don't know, I know everyone here has played it, except for me, I just watched, but uh, it's a very niche title. It mm -hmm. doesn't have that widespread appeal. I don't think that it could survive in a free-to-play market. I think they were smart going by to play because okay, the people that want to play it are going to purchase it. And I don't think that... There's a big problem, problem with that. People don't know they want to buy it or not. Because listen, what do you mean? I know, for example, it's I have two friends. Too. There's two friends I wanted to play with, right? Uh, yeah. Chicken and Tubby. I, people here know them. I don't think any of the viewers know them. But two friends, they played the game right when I invited them. Like, hey, let's play Atlas Reactor. They're like, what the hell is Atlas Reactor? They see the video, it looks stupid to them, right? And then, but they play it and they kind of enjoyed it, right? Because we played together. I don't think they would have ever bought this game if they couldn't try it for free. They still might buy it now that they've played it. But had they not played the early access weekends that were free, this is okay, like, but, when you look at this game, it doesn't seem like it might not be up your alley. It oh, looks, here, honestly, it doesn't look up my alley either. When you make a conscious decision to make a niche game free to play, what you're doing is you're saying that you only really want sales from people that know they want it. But I didn't like, I'm probably going to buy this game, right? If at least maybe one person I know buys it. If Shu buys it, or if one person I know buys it, I'm going to buy it too, because it'll be like, I think they're discounting when it first comes out to 20 bucks instead of 30. I was about to ask, but, how much is the price? What is the price? 20 bucks? I think it's twenty bucks. It's like Twenty is just, a bit much. Twenty is a, twenty on launch. Twenty is not bad. Twenty we can play with. Anyway, but anyways, when, I wouldn't have bought this game on the video alone. When Omer said, or whoever said that, it, I don't remember now. Whoever said that they didn't think it would do well in free to play. I think of Hero Academy, right? Hero Academy started out really strong as both a mobile and PC game, and now look at the stats: ten players on Steam concurrent. It's a common nice. occurrence. It a is a similar, that, yeah. It's a similar game, except it has a card system. I hate card systems, as as you guys know. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, also, when you when you because of the buy to play model, let's say I buy the game, right? Because of the buy to play model, let's face it, the player base is gonna be smaller. So my experience as a player is gonna be let's okay. be honest, it's gonna be worse. No, no, no. That's all fine and great, right? But the free to play player base is only big in the initial launch, and then it quickly dies. Uh, and that's it, that. That's a given, and I don't think you can uh, you can fight against that. And in a game right. like Atlas Reactor, when there's so many other okay, let me put it this way: the way I think of it is this: Atlas Reactor is a game that's gonna retain its player base with people that really want to play that game because there's so many other titles vying for your attention, right? Someone like our friends who had played with you, I think they only played because you asked them to play. But it's not a game I think they would consciously go back to because as you know, they're both more FPS or MOBA players. Why are they going to choose? I don't see that type of player, the casual, you know, <laughs> everyday player, choosing to purchase an, or choosing to play Atlas Reactor as a free-to-play title over these other, this other library of free-to-play games. Right? I never would have considered buying Atlas Tractor in a million years had I not played it for free. But because I played it for free, there's a good chance I'm going to buy but it. That's Do you, you think you're representative, though? Yes. I don't people think you're that, representative. People that, <laughs> no, when people look at the video for the, it's, it's a very hard game. This is not a, again, it's a very niche game, as yeah. we explained earlier. It's not a game yeah, that yeah. has mass appeal. And it's not a game you can fully understand until you've played it. And I think it does a lot of things really well. And you don't I think appreciate a lot those of, things until you've played it. I think a lot of successful buy-to-play games have the exact same qualities that you just mentioned. But 
But this is going to be a niche buy to play game too. So the player base is going to be smaller. A lot of niche buy to play titles have the exact same quality. But as Omar, just Omar, you're also forgetting one thing. They can just milk everyone like you who who liked it a lot during closed beta. Get their twenty bucks and then go free to play. And then go free to play. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> you know? Which is what Okay, I want to like, say one thing to Sean's point too. After Mac go ahead. But like I, w I mentioned, okay, so it's all about like how much success you want. If you just want it to yes. like break even or whatever, then this could work for them. I mean, like I said, you have war games that literally don't sell that well, but they cost like $100. And you know what? You're not going to ever play it because you can't try it for free, you know, and it costs $100. But the people that really are into that buy it. And, like, a lot of people, like, in chat are comparing Atlas Reactor, Ac ah, Atlas Reactor to XCOM multiplayer, right? Mm -hmm. So... If you have a lot of people saying it's like XCOM multiplayer, then the people that like the new XCOM are going to play Atlas Reactor. They're going to buy it because, hey, this is like a MOBA XCOM, you know? Well, they look. They have to try it first. It's not a game that people they don't buy have the to first try seat. it for. You don't know that though. Okay, let's make That's a bet. The thing. Bet number two. And what is that on bet number two? Yeah. I don't think Atlas Reactor. Well, two bets. Well. Two bets. A day. All right, fine. I don't think it's going to do well. All right, all right. Bet, bet number let's two, do, boys. Let's bet, bet number, number two. two. Mmos.com podcast. Bet number two. Listen. I think Atlas Reactor is not going to do well because no, no, no. Of the we need a measurable. Yeah, we need player base. But we, we, Atlas, it's not on Steam though. It's the problem. We're not going to do that one. It is going to okay. be on Steam. It is on launch. Okay, oh. good. Yeah. fine, fine. We'll look at the Steam numbers. All right. Okay. What is okay. what is doing well for you though? I don't know about at launch, but I think that it is going to have about an active player base of three to five hundred, like just about every other trial wow. title. Hmm. I don't think so. No way. Other other trial titles are free to play. Okay, I say less than three to five hundred active players. Okay, how many? Well, this less than three to five hundred. There's that two hundred player disparity. But no, it's way, way more than that. Way more than on launch. Way more than that. I think on launch. He said after launch. Anyway, let's not. But let's save this bet for next week then, or a couple weeks okay. later down the line. Okay. Okay. But, uh, Go ahead. Right, what Sean was saying earlier is that free-to-play games inevitably do have that big boost when they launch because obviously mm -hmm. everyone wants to try them, and it inevitably declines. Okay, that's true, right? But you can't like, – yes, if you compare it to a buy-to-play game, buy-to-play games probably have a similar slope, but the, but the jump at the beginning isn't as high. I think a free-to-play game will always have a higher player base than a buy-to-play game for Here's the most follow part. follow-up question, right? Mm -hmm. In a game like Dota 2 or League of Legends – the free-to-play model works really well because players inevit inevitably buy skins, right? And, and heroes in League, but yeah, Right, and it has that extremely wide audience to attract that they can get the people willing to buy skins. What I see with Atlas Reactor is a, is a niche audience that in a free-to-play model, the people who last, I doubt that they're a wide enough audience to generate enough revenue buying skins to keep the game afloat, whereas they can just get that upfront money and no, then go right. free-to-play later. Right. Here's yeah. Yeah, you're right. If they go free to play, but the problem is, I'm not saying free to play would be the best for. It. I'm saying it's yeah, in a yeah. unique conundrum because it's a game that I don't think appeals to enough people. It, I I would have bought it unless I tried it. I think a lot of people are going to be in the same boat. I'm not saying free to play would solve all its issues. It, it's 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 an issue. It's an issue. With the the way the game is, if it had a free trial or something, some kind of like everyone gets like a five day, six day free trial, problem solved. But I'm not sure if. I do it's think we can agree it. on this one thing, though. It is interesting to see a game announced free-to-play go via yes. play. We haven't seen that before, or at least not often. I mean, Black Desert kind of, but it didn't launch. No one played especially it. Especially so from Trying. Really interesting to see this, especially from Trying, which is a company known for free-to-play, 
And I think this goes back to the the weekly rate, which is you know, there is some trend with you know companies are reevaluating. You know, should I go free to play or should I make a buy to play? Which is really what the whole conversation has been about. Uh, I don't know what this next year is going to bring. I think we're going to see a lot more titles that we would think would go free to play, go buy to play. Also, about back to that discussion about between the two, mm-hmm. I think free to play requires far more investment and uh, to a project than buy to play. So if you're going to launch a game as free to play, you're basically telling yourself and the audience, you know, it's going to take me five. It's going to take me five plus years. You know, I'm, I'm going to be I'm going to be updating this, trying to get money from you guys for five years mm-hmm. plus. <laughs> but yeah. but if I make a game and I just sell it for twenty bucks, I'm, all I'm saying is, listen, this is my game. You pay me for it, and then you know, you know, that's, that's the, uh, then I don't want to see you again. I, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear from you again. <laughs> but that's why I like the free to play model as a player. Okay, it oh. requires the devs. Sure. Oh, I also like because it's free. I'm not paying it. That's not. That's not already like. Okay, I don't like the free to play model for the exact reason that you like it. I don't like games as a service. I like to own the games. Then I go have. play console games. All right, I don't know. <laughs> okay, I don't like knowing that? that at any moment my first person you... shooter that used to have dedicated servers ten years ago is now going to be shut off one day, and I will never be able to play it online again. Tough sauce. Then you can go play a private server or something, right? But listen, it's <laughs> I want my game to be constantly updated, and if they don't, you know, because they, they have to keep it going. Imagine like I want a foot massage too while they're doing it. Ooh, that <laughs> sounds nice. I don't care what okay, you want. It's, 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 I'm talking about a business, it's a business decision, obviously. But why do they have to keep it going? It keeps it fresh. It keeps, but why? It keeps it fresh why not people are trying? It. So they There's can make so... more money themselves, and I get more content for free. But, as a but user. if they. But if they um, make it a buy-to-play game, they don't have to keep it going. People naturally move to other games. They still make money. The industry is all happy. But but yeah, why yeah, when you, you know, like the game that you're playing? Like why? Yeah, if why you like your game you a lot, switch like, to a new game. Then yeah, why switch everybody to it switches if it's not updated? Okay, like wait wait wait, wait what? At, so wait, if you look at League, it has like a hundred and something heroes. Yes, over and 100. like one map that people play all the time. If yeah. they never updated it again, it would have enough content that people would still play it for no. years. No, here's the problem. The meta would be so established. The meta has to keep changing with a game like League and Dota. If a meta gets too established, every game becomes static. There's always people balance stop issues. Playing. There's balance issues when the meta gets a certain way. And, and if a game balance. isn't constantly tweaked, I'm, you don't need new heroes, maybe, but you need to, add, you need to keep tweaking the updates and make sure balance. But if it's always imbalanced, why is this meta so much more important than the one that already exists. Why is this theoretical? It, it, it keeps it fresh so people have yes. to Adapt. create new strategies, create yes. like yeah. it would be reformulating the way you approach the game that's not rather fair. than it being the same static game. No, that's not fair. Because imagine like that's, in real life, like imagine soccer. Uh, uh, the soccer federation is like, well, David Beckham's too good. We're gonna patch not the forward analogy. We're gonna we're gonna patch the forward not position. What? Wh- why? <laughs> you know, keep, not a fair analogy. <laughs> you know, they keep because you know, they keep changing the rules. Inevitably changes too. It's just a natural progression rather than forced by developers. Well, that's and my point. By analogy is is invalid. No, but, but it, no, no. Soccer does change. I don't want okay. your philosophy. Okay. Okay. You can have soccer, a dynamic. You can have a dynamic. Better example. Quake. Quake, has, Quake 3 has not changed in over 15 years. There is a 951 24-hour peak for Quake Live, and it has gone by to play. What? Okay. I was listening. I was laughing still. No, sir. sir yeah. It work, I'm not saying it's impossible to work. A lot of you know older games do maintain player bases, but as a player in a game, and a game like mobile, a game like League or Dota, especially, I, I typically want 
constant content updates. And th and not just not just League of Dota. This actually transitions very well because we're on the topic a lot. Hilarious for me is that there aren't really content updates. All they do is change the balance here and there and add a new hero here and there. Wait, this and screw up the balance this all over again. To, like Mabel's story as well, because it's a good transition. Somebody asked about it. Let's do it. Let's get out of here. Get out of here. We've been here for too long. Alright, Mabel's story, fifth jobs confirmed for 2016. So Woo! fifth job advancements for Mabel's story. And this is for the, I think it's for the Korean version only, but here's, guess what? I'm going to go download Mabel's story again, and I'm going to get my fifth job. You know why? Because of new content. Mabel's story is a game that, that Altai and I will go back to when they add new classes just to try it out. We'll play for a while and we'll quit, right? We'll get like our week's worth of fun out of it, and then we're done. But it's cool that they, the only reason I'll come back to Maple Story is for this new update. Otherwise, I'm never going to come back to Maple Story again. I think you work a lot differently than just about everyone else right now. Like, based on what you're describing, what everyone else ever has described to me, you work so much differently. Listen, like my, my cousins, okay? They're both girls. They're younger than I am, and they don't really play PC MMOs, PC games that much, right? But we play Maple Story together every time a new class came out, and they enjoyed it. And these are gamers, right? But they like MapleStory every time a new class came out so we can play it together. Like, they released three new classes and we each play a different class. And it was fun. Like, new updates keep people coming back. You can't have a... St imagine, especially in MMORPG, imagine when WoW comes out and they never update it. Ever. And it's stuck at a certain point. Well, actually, oh, as, okay, as we found out, though, as we found out, okay. thousands of people are happy with that. <laughs> Tens of thousands. Okay, but, guys, do you still did balance changes within, you know, vanilla WoW. That That's not fair, though, because... An MMORPG is not comparable to a MOBA in That's terms of whether it needs updated or not. But imagine, imagine a game like uh, like Smash Brothers for like uh, GameCube, like Melee. Like, yes, it, it works because it's a console game, but there's so many balance issues in Smash, it's insane. Like, there's yeah, people are still playing Smash yeah, people Melee still playing competitively. It. They like the imbalance. But there's so much imbalance too. Like, there's like just obvious oh, bugs crazy. and there's, there's unplayable garbage heroes. Which are like lowest of the lowest tier, and like if you like, for for online games as a player, I want content updates. I think most players would agree with me that they want new content, whether it's an expansion, whether but it's new heroes, whether it's new updates, it balance issues. Things. I'm not saying you can't have a game that just survives by one and done. They release the game and then zero updates forever. Yeah, we call Possibly. them we call them single player games, guys. Yeah, exactly. Single. <laughs> no, but Quake Live, as Matt said, is a good example. Yeah. It does work in Quake Live. So, so what's I Sunday like Fun Day, guys? Quake Live? Not a bad idea. I, mean, I, thought, I thought we tried that. You have that. to buy it. Oh, you have to buy it. it used to be free at one point. Yeah, they made it buy to play, and they gave everyone who ever subscribed to it at all free access. But oh. if you didn't subscribe... Subscribe uh, as in Gumby? pay? Or have an account? Yeah, as in pay. Oh, the JK. I don't have it then. Uh, Gumby uh, actually linked a really good documentary called this Super Smash documentary called The Smash Brothers. It's an excellent documentary. If you haven't seen it and you have any interest in Smash Brothers or just gaming documentaries in general, it's one of the best gaming documentaries out there. So shout oh, out yeah. to the Smash Brothers. Well worth watching. I've seen it with my brother and I recommend everyone else watch it too because it's awesome. Speaking of Smash Brothers, uh, what happened to our Brawlhalla tournament, guys? Whoa. Uh, Whoa. <laughs> it's coming together. All right, it's all coming right. together. If you guys want, I can, I can take care of it. Like, I can... All right. You're anointed. Take, taking care of her. Perfect. That's what I, I like to hear. Details later. You got all of them. You got all the details. So I, 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 leave, I leave the creative. So I leave the creative. Everything to you. Go. You have you have the, you have the emperor stamp. Okay, you can use it as you see fit. <laughs> you have the emblems. 
All right, guys, one million dollar prize. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Courtesy of Airhome. <laughs> <laughs> I'll die. Time to pay up. Okay, no, not one million dollar prize. One million dollars in one million pesos. Mesos. Mesos. I can do mesos. I can do mesos. Okay, you'll get paid in mesos. Meet me in free, free channel uh, one. Uh, free channel fifteen. There's no sixty-nine. Doesn't go that high. Wow. You have Thanks to submit guy. your social security number to Clay. To uh, omerenmos.com. Actually, uh, <laughs> in terms of contests and giveaways, we did uh, do the first drawing for the mos.com giveaway for the Razor Death Adder. We contacted the winner, no response from him yet. And uh, if you don't get a response in like the next week, we will do another drawing for the Razor Death Adder. I have an so idea. if you didn't win, you might have another chance. If he doesn't talk by next Tuesday, we'll do the next drawing live on the podcast. That's if not it, a bad idea. We can do that. All right, so we should transition to another interesting article, and uh, it, it is vaguely related to uh, what we were talking about earlier. The, really? Uh, it's related to Riot and Blizzard. So there's an article oh, saying take it away, Blizzard, Valve, Riot developers are working on MMO that you can beat. Let me go ahead and link that. Oh, that one? Ugh. Yeah. So what do you guys think about this? Empyrean Interactive. I thought it was a waste of a press release. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> I mean, they oh, have man, employees in some top-notch studios, but but what again, does that mean? What does that nothing. mean? Guys, look at nothing. this. Look at this art, man. Look at this concept art. I Let mean, me see. You got a link? Uh, oh, it's on. It's on the. It's on the stream. Uh, so you know what this made me think of when I read the title? It says X Blizzard Valve Riot developers working on MMO you can beat. And you know what this reminds me of? I remember a couple years ago when WildStar was first announced, and we were supposed to have this superstar team of guys from Blizzard that were going to make the MMO we always wanted. And then what did we get? An MMO that's dying. That's going to be re-released on Steam now. So when I hear that there's a bunch of like hot shots coming in to make a game, I don't get my hopes up. There's nothing here. This is just there's nothing here. You're this right. This is just there's, a little bit of a hype release. up. I have no idea what any of this means. This is just a bunch. What's the word? This is just buzzwords. This is a BuzzFeed article. Okay. So okay. the names don't mean anything. You're right. Right. Yeah. But but the, but the idea is not bad. And it kind of reminds me of what Matt said one time about how games can end, like MMOs can end. And they want to they want to create a game, an online game. That, that kind of has an end, like you, you beat it. You can, it's an MMO you can beat. So it's a, it's a cool idea. We'll see what they do. You know what type of MMO I want to see, guys? I want to see an MMO that doesn't really have too much of the grind. It's like content. Like you grind through the content. Like rather than it being like you go do like quest hub and you spam all the quest hubs and you like grind for XP, it's like you progress through the game by doing dungeons. Right? Would that be a neat game? Progress mm, by like, doing dungeons. But like, if you, you read the press release, through like cooperative content, you know, like you. That's that's but what this is. Every dungeon. No, but the, every this, game. this game no, is kind of like then, that. Okay, okay. It, I mean, yeah, that, that's kind of what I'm, I'm, I'm kind of thinking about when I read this. It's like I wonder if that's what they're going for. That'd be kind of neat. Oh, they have a website. I'm on their website, guys. So oh, we had it? this discussion, I think, a couple Let's weeks see. ago on this podcast, and it it went in a really interesting place. And I don't think I had much to contribute, but just to bring it back. Uh, we, I think we had talked about an MMO uh, where every person, every role in the game would play a part in some larger quest where the server would work together to beat some boss that threatened the world. Then you would move on oh, to the next one. So crafters would create siege weaponry that raiders on would use. Garage, vanilla, wow. Yeah, kind of like AQ. The whole server has to come together in order to beat a challenge. And I think that's how you would have to do it because... The way it kind of reads now, it kind of reads from this press release that the world is going to end at some point. But I think what, they're, what it really means is that they want to bring an entire community together to save the game's world before the next threat comes and challenges it. 
I thought that was a really interesting way to go about it. That way, then every role in the game plays a part, rather than crafting just be something being something secondary you do or, you know, whatever. I mean, back to my back to my self promotion here. You know, my ideal MMO, cross platform. Uh, all the crafting is done on the phone by playing match three mini games. Like you craft swords one by one, or you mine, and then you give those resources to like someone playing the game on the PC. Think about it. Yeah, yeah, that all works. <laughs> we should also mention that 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 game that's you know, but it, it's really nothing right now. It's absolutely nothing as is. And if you look at the bottom of the page, it even says like we're looking for a Series A investors. So like they don't even have funding yet. All right, they're they're just a concept right now, which is which is they're really nothing. Guys, I have an idea. The best game ever. Give me go ahead. Uh, go ahead. You go ahead. All right, we, we, I mean, there's a big, big topic for another game that's coming up that's very ambitious, which is well worth talking about, called Chronicles of Illyria. Oh, God. And I want to I discuss that quite a bit. It's a big one. <laughs> and, right. you know, you guys know how skeptical I am about uh, Kickstarter campaigns. These guys raised 740000 right now as of this video, this podcast. And this game is unbelievably ambitious, and they have a lot of great ideas, right? If you look at the video, if you have any interest in MRPGs, the video is worth watching. But I remain skeptical. I would not give them any money because I remain skeptical that they can execute on these ideas. Well, good thing they don't need your money. I they got—they already got seven hundred grand. Uh, they do. They do. I have no idea how they are so close to their goal already because I see basically nothing except for a really bad attempt at trying to get money through the use of oh, what was it? Uh, Princess Bride reference. It's like. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that that's it. That is the most impressive thing I saw is that they even sort of went out of their way to make a princess bride. Oh, whoa, easy, Matt. The fan base is going to come and slit your throat in the night. The that's how they roll, man. They're the, they're serious. Right? The most impressive thing I saw so Let far. Let them come. <laughs> the most impressive part of this video so far is this guy's man boobs. Look at this. He's really, he's really, he's really I confident. I mean, I know, I know, I, we're joking around. Go ahead, Shu. Oh, I was gonna say, I hope they focus on like what their core. Um, you know, their, their unique aspects of the game are, and they focus on that and kind of try not to go overboard with, like, all the other things that they need, you know? There Otherwise, it's so just going to... so many ambitious ideas it's on this It's very show. ambitious. So yeah, that's many. what I mean. It's like, people okay. people get too ambitious. I mean, I mean, we saw this I, what happened with, like, Titan and stuff, right? It's just not, <laughs> it's, because it's not fun because... It's actually funny because... They said in their update that they don't want to add more features and stretch goals because they already cut some, and they're going to use any money extra to try and put them back. What? I mean, look. At least it's honest. Oh, yes. Yeah. Look, looking oh, at this yeah. game and the features. If you watch that video and you listen to everything they have to say, right? It is unbelievably impressive. And if they somehow manage to pull off every feature they talk about and they pull it off well. It has the potential to be one of the best in yeah. ever. However, I don't think it's they have any chance of making it happen. I think this oh, could be man. another. This could be a boondoggle. Star Citizen. The guys, I'm looking at the developers, <laughs> right? If you look, if you scroll down and you see like some of the developers behind the game, like some of this is disingenuous. Like they 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 throw some like the this sound engineer is Mason Fisher. He's a guy that does like. There's a lot of people on this list that do like freelance work. Guys, guys. So they, don't, they don't really work for Spellbound Studios. They do freelance work. They, because of that, they can throw their logos on there as if they worked for like these well-known studios, and it kind of makes it seem like bigger than they are, which is, I mean, it makes sense. They're trying to raise it's money, part right? Of marketing. Guys, this, it this is part studio of is a whole year old. Come on, you know they've been around. You know, I, I want to give them respect for what they're trying. They, they have a very sure. ambitious goal, but I don't think they can do it. If they can do it, prove me wrong, please, because this game sounds awesome. Yeah, I, I would I'd give them, say don't give them. Your money. It's it's original. 
It has some really cool looking stuff, at least on paper. I thought, I even thought, I'll even give the combat the benefit of the doubt in the videos we saw. I want to give them the benefit of the doubt. They don't have my money, so I'll be watching from the sidelines and kind of cheering them on without any type of investment. But like Omar was saying, it is extremely ambitious. I don't think we're going to hear from them for a while, maybe like periodic updates, but this is going to take time. Developing an MMO is no joke. Like it's it's a yeah. ton of work, and taking an idea an idea from the idea phase to execution, it's a huge. That's the work. It, yes. It's a that's a that's Everest, right? It's it's so much harder than you can imagine. Uh, so we'll see. So I, I think they said that they're gonna um, start adding. Ah oh, shit! I think they're gonna start the beta or alpha or something at the end of 2017. So start adding players to the actual so game. That's a I don't big know. prediction. That's so that's very far away. But and also look at, these backer, look at the pledges too. Scroll down while he's talking, Matt. Go ahead, go ahead, Matt. Also, the other thing is, um, okay, so a lot of their ideas they sound nice on paper, but when you actually look at what they're trying to do, I I don't like the way it looks. Like, I, I'm gonna say it again. I think I said it last time. I don't want a crafting system that literally looks like a mini game from Mario Party. I know there's a mini game in Mario Party that is identical to the crafting system that they have on display, and it, I don't like that at all. Keep in mind, this is this is you, all. You don't conceptual. want it to have a mini game, or I don't want it to have one that looks like it comes straight out of Mario Party. So, what would you want it to be like? I I don't know. I just looking at it, having to draw a line around my uh, objects that I'm trying to create. No. It, it'd be interesting if the... So, have you played Mabinogi, Matt? Only briefly. Uh, in Mabinogi, when you craft, they have like these mini-games for crafting, but how well you do in the game actually affects the stats of the weapon. So it's actually like... And also, there's also so what a kind of mini-game is it? Because, like, I think it was... It's a, uh, it's like for for a blacksmithing, it's like you have to hammer at certain like pixels with like a like a meter where you have to hit it like right at this specific point. It's like a timing game that also has an accuracy game okay, on, the, on so the map where you have to that's be very steady that, with your mouse. Yeah, but, that, but that's something, and that kind of makes sense. And like, uh, I think the mini game is not an issue. I, I don't guys, think it's an issue. Come guys, on. can I just comment here? Uh, this. Kickstarter page has literally been going on forever. I'm scrolling down. Holy moly. This thing is like longer than... <laughs> this is like, this are, you, are you looking at these nice graphics? This is like Atlas Shrugged. This goes on forever. What is this? <laughs> and it's a love story yeah. hidden in so, some... Guys, guys, listen. Look Who at people this. gave this game $10,000? Like, what kind of people out there just got $10,000 laying around well, to throw an ambitious Kickstarter campaign? I don't know. Oh, here, I want to be the back star citizen. I want to be the king of this game that may never come out. Here's ten thousand dollars. Like, come on, like Guys, it's nuts. But the best part is the title you get uh, if you give ten thousand. You are a king slash queen. Parentheses physical. What does physical mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Wait, what? Look, it's not magical. <laughs> you, you are physically a king or a queen. Oh, they will give you a crown. Like a, you get it. You get a you get something physical maybe like let's a, get physical. You get a custom right? canvas signed by the concept art, uh, art concept art artist. Says get a custom canvas signed concept art of your event boss or castle made just for you by art director Eddie Smith. 
Mm. Like, how can that be fair that you can get like all these plots of land and these these titles of king and before I mean, if the I'm game comes out, ten thousand dollars. I but, want okay, that but, shit. Okay, but that does sound pay to win, isn't it? Then honestly, I don't care about the ten thousand. What bothers me more is the sheer number of tiers. Like, I get it. Have like a small tier, a medium tier, and a high tier, right? But look, these guys got like tiers on tiers on tiers. What is it? <laughs> like, like it's like ten dollars, five dollars, six dollars, eight dollars, eight dollars and sixty cents. If what? you give us four dollars, <laughs> we'll give you this. If you give us five dollars, we'll give you that. Seriously, uh, what is this? See, okay, right. here's here's the thing that we don't know if it's pay to win because it does it do anything or does it just say. You are the king of whatever kingdom. Have fun. Well, yeah, it's, we're all it's very vague. Right now. I feel like we're being too harsh on it. I mean, again, we I, are. I, yeah, it, it's a no, passion project. I mean, it's a passion project by the founder. Okay, yeah. but but here's why I'm harsh on it. They said themselves they didn't want to go to Kickstarter until they felt they had shown enough. Mm-hmm. I don't think they've shown enough, and what they've shown does not inspire any confidence. But mm-hmm. Matt, I will give them this. They have. Chronicles of Illyria, I heard about months and months and months ago. I set the page when I first heard about it. Mm-hmm. I will give them, I think they went about Kickstarter in a, in a at least in the Much right direction. Maybe it's not perfect. Yes. There are many games where uh, the Kickstarter is the concept. At least Chronicles of Illyria, they, they gave out interviews. They did a whole bunch of press releases, and they put them out there so that they could get the word out, get people interested. And then they went to Kickstarter, and they tried to show that they are working on this. Whereas many projects, they start on Kickstarter, and you don't really have a proof of concept at all. So yeah, I'm going to go on that. And, it, and maybe it's not enough, but it, it's certainly in the right direction. They, they were at least professional yeah. enough, I think, in my own eyes. Uh, well, that's fair. But what I'm saying is that I, I don't feel they've lived up to what they said they were going to do. That's maybe all I'm not. saying. All right. My thing is and, I think they have an amazing like ideas. Okay, And the idea department and what, what the founder, right? what he has in his head and what he communicates in the video at the Kickstarter page, I think it'll inspire a lot of people to donate. Like Honestly, if, you, if you're a, a typical gamer, you don't think about feasibility, I, you, you would easily pledge money to it, right? But being the skeptical person that I am, I'm like, God, this sounds amazing. Like All this stuff he's talking about, like I would love to have this in the game, but I, I just don't think it's feasible or... If it is feasible, I think it's going to cost a lot more money than what he has pledged and what he's already had invested. So I, I just, I would love to pay for it after yeah. it comes out, but I cannot imagine funding a game like this. So nine hundred thousand isn't that much. No, it's nowhere near Not enough that to make a game. But maybe that's enough to cover their salaries, I guess. No, but <laughs> the thing about nine hundred thousand that's impressive is that they got it. Like the, they, a small indie studio, got it. I mean, they you, did you it see, right. You see all these major companies, or not major companies, all these major developers that started their own companies and still can't figure out how to get the money. Like, uh, I interviewed, um... Fuck, I don't even remember his name. Uh, the Rogue Rocket Games guy. Um, if he's in watch this podcast, you get pissed that you don't remember his name, alright? I, I should remember his name, because fans of, uh... Oh, Giant Citizen Kabuto and MDK are gonna kill me. But, um... <laughs> it's, um... Uh, that that guy and they they didn't make the money they didn't even make like a fourth of the money they needed and that guy has been in the industry for like two decades so the fact that they're getting nine hundred thousand but like also look at the, here's my problem too I look at the list of people that are involved in the project right and there are no like all star managers like the people involved never really made games they're industry individual veterans you can call them right because they've worked at game studios including the founder his resume is impressive right he's worked at these game studios but there's nobody there with the experience of like running a team and having successfully executed these these bigger projects 
That's the most important part. That's yeah, exactly. Having, you can have talented yeah. people. You need to, you need to, you need the glue to hold them together to make the project happen. Ideas are only like we're looking at you, Firefall. <laughs> like yeah, I think, like for example, like I think that League of Legends like wouldn't have reached anywhere near the success it had if uh, Thomas Cadwell was not working on it. And if Tom Cadwell wasn't the like design director on it. Like, I feel like he really had, like, a large impact because he knew what to do, like, what kind of team to build, how to, like, get that team to work together. And he had, like, the vision to be able to, like, guide everyone towards there without micromanaging them. And I think, like, you need a guy like that to be able to work on it's it. Also, Matt, you needed. And again, you know, I don't want to stick on this issue too much. I, I wish them luck, obviously. I don't want like people from Cargus are literally like, bashing me for being too negative. The ideas are beautiful, and I think it inspires a lot of people to donate, to pledge to their game. But ideas alone, I think, are meaningless. Ideas are useless. You need execution. And that's what really matters. And until I see execution, until we see the fees, the, 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 it can come together. And only at that point would I ever consider pledging for a game like I had the I perfect transition. Luck. Omar, take it. us away to another Kickstarter project, please, because you really wanted to talk about it, and uh, I think it's oh just my god, oh my god, no! All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. all right, here we go, here we go, boys. <laughs> you guys know how much I love Kickstarter, all right? So let's take a look at this wonderful Kickstarter page. Oh um, man! Like all right, as we're posing that, I gotta say, Chronicles of Valyria, you know, they did the they did the Kickstarter page right, and oh yeah, if, if anybody out there wants to make a couple hundred grand, you know, just invest. <laughs> Invest. Just just spend a few hours making a really sweet Kickstarter page, and you know, boom, baby, you got yourself a house or two. That's all. Easy money, boys. Easiest money of my life. If if Evanmos.com ever falls apart, I'm gonna go to Kickstarter, and I'm gonna use my experience as an editor to fund the game because I know the industry, <laughs> and I know how to make a game. So just give me. I just need two million. That's all I'm looking for. Or maybe I need five million. Okay, this also needs five million. I, I can use five million. This guy is amazing. He he is awesome. Five million. You know what the funny thing is though? He's not gonna get it right because he put too much. But imagine he put his goal at two thousand. He would have got yeah. that money. Yeah. You know. Now guy, to point out, let's let's be clear real quick. I think I need to introduce this because I, I think I'm, I'm the, the the docile dog here. You are League a League of Legends dog. MMO. This guy went out and created the page for the League of Legends MMORPG. He's a passionate league player he wants to create an mmo in the league universe that expands in the lore but he doesn't actually want to raise five million dollars so unlike other companies that that's their goal he just wants to generate he wants to get enough money to generate the interest of riot games to make his dream come true i ain't buying so, it wait is, i'm just is there a league of legends lore now? hey i'm just because he he comment we wrote a news post about this that he was kind enough to come in and comment on it so that's the story we were given now, Omer here is, I can see, I can see him, he's, he's ready to bark, so. I'm ready to pounce, I'll, boys! I'll, I'll let him, I'm gonna let go of the chain now, and he can, he can right. do whatever he wants. You guys know how I feel about Kickstarter Project for the most part, and I can, you know, this guy has a, like, if you look at the rewards, he's clearly trying to, like, raise some money, he's giving you playtime, he's gonna give you a retail copy of the game if you give him 30 bucks, and he's like, he spends his whole Kickstarter page talking about how much he loves the league, and he posts about the heroes, and he talks about the game's stat system, like, who cares, like, Strength increases strength-based attacks. Yo, thanks, guy. I didn't know what strength did. Like, <laughs> why is he even putting that there? Like, he talks about dexterity, health, intelligence. Guys, health. This is nonsense. Health. Get tanky. And like, he defended himself, saying that he wants to work with Riot Games, and he just it, the whole purpose of the Kickstarter page was to tell Riot, look, there's interest for an MRPG, go make one. But that's not what this page says. It says 
he you know, he wants permission to work alongside Riot Games. First of all, no, Riot Games doesn't want to work with you, buddy. I'm sorry, right? You haven't proven yourself as, you know, like, first, there's nothing on this page that proves he's a developer capable of executing on this game, let alone anything in the past. It's just like, it just sounds like a kid comes home one day and is like, League of Legends, MMO, combine it. Let's okay. do it. Kickstarter, go. But to his I defense, to his defense. This guy looks at least like 25, so I mean. No. Not a kid, obviously. Guys, to his defense, like I said, if this guy put out his goal as like 5,000, he would have made it. He would have made it and kept it and, you know, left it to the bank. But the fact that he put it at 5 million, which is unreachable, it kind of does prove that this is a publicity stunt. This is a this is a way to get League's attention. Saying, hey, uh, I want you to make it an MMORPG, please. You know? It's not going to go scroll anywhere. Down to the, scroll down to the equipment screen. That but, makes me cringe. But, he literally pulled the World of Warcraft inventory screen and he put it on Garrett. And he thinks like, Oh, you know, I'm gonna fund them because he, he this guy's a real no, designer here. Look, he's got. If that was the case, why did he's he not do gonna this? get a penny though? Look at the equipment screen. But look, he's not gonna why get a penny. Did put that. Why did he put the equipment screen there? For fun, it's just okay. nonsense. It's okay. just fun, so, having fun. I, I said it earlier, and I'm gonna say it again. If this works, then people that wanted a World of Warcraft legacy server would have started a five million dollar Kickstarter years ago. Here's the thing: if they did it, it would get funded. I'm telling. You, if, if if we made a Kickstarter right now, MMOs.com. World of Warcraft legacy servers, five million dollar goal. Here's what it works. We'll be every the ambassadors you deserve. We every every no. Step one: we move to Moldova. Step two: we <laughs> renounce <laughs> we renounce our U.S. citizenship. So th and then we keep the money. Step no. Step three: we make a server, and Blizzard can never sue us, and we can never we, and we will never shut it down. No, no, that wouldn't work. People won't give you money then. But it would work if you specifically say this five million dollars will go to Blizzard under the condition Blizzard oh. agrees to make a. Private a, a vanilla server, and then they take over the project. They just get the five million dollars of pre-order money, and if they disagree, everybody gets refunds. There's no risk. No, that that can't work. That's like why. That's like for two I reasons. People, I think people would put money where their mouth is. No, because I don't think Kickstarter will let you put put words in someone else's mouth. Like if no, no, I if raise money for them, offer. then they're gonna do it's something. Offer. It's like what is no, this? No, if, no, the, the deal is if they don't do it, you get a refund back to everyone. It's an offer. It's too weird. Yeah, that that so proves the market. Uh, it, doesn't, it, just, it, it proves the market for someone else. It's like, no, that is the most convoluted thing I ever heard in my life. I don't like okay, it. No, I, I think it that's was, what he's doing with the league thing. That's that's, that's, that's exactly why. what he's doing with the league thing. That's, what? that's why right. the example. But he's not serious. He's uh, just some. He's just he some guy. He's serious. I don't, I don't he think is he's, serious. He's just some super naive guy that's dead. Do you think he's trolling? Do you think he's trolling? No, it's not trolling. It's not trolling. It's not trolling. It's just like, hey guys. He, he wants a league MMO, and he thinks this is one way of showing interest. It just, I think if I think if people, I think if somebody made a Kickstarter, whether it's us or the guys that made Nostilarius, just saying, here's $5 million, and the goal is to give this to Blizzard if they agree to make it. If they don't, everybody gets a refund, no loss. Simple as that. Know. I think they would raise a lot of money. There'd be no yeah, risk but, okay. factors. The problem with this, and we discussed this last week, is that it's it's undermining the purpose of Kickstarter. Yes. See, what he's done, and I don't I don't mean to bash on him. I think I think it's a little it's naive, but it wasn't Not done bashing. with an intention of of taking anyone's money. This was you know this was a passion. Yes. Of his. I agree. But the thing is, what it does is it's turned Kickstarter into an advertising platform, and I actually and what it is, it's like Kickstarter is this billboard, and the more money you throw at it, the bigger the billboard gets. Instead okay. of Kickstarter I'm surprised it hasn't away, been banned yet. Actually, you know what this has turned into? Not it hasn't turned into what you just said. It turned it, it has turned Kickstarter into like a change.org or petition.com. 
Like where where people can yeah. demand a project by by putting money down. You know what I'm saying? But and I think it's a very it's a good thing for the industry. Okay, well, now whether Kickstarter will Kickstarter, but will Kickstarter offer this? How, how option? is it good for the industry? A bunch of yeah, people put money into a five million dollar project. It succeeds. The company rejects the offer. Like, how is this good for the okay, industry? Okay, but nobody loses then. It's a win-win. Nobody lost unless they keep the money because it's not the company that's putting yeah. in the petition. Oh, if this okay, guy gets five million, oh, if this guy somehow gets the five million, yeah, it's not going to be Riot getting that. Five, it's this guy who's going to get it. Okay, that's Kickstarter. Yeah, you can he, fix that. Look, he might have honest intentions now, but I guarantee you, the moment that he sees that five million dollars <laughs> rolling into his bank account, I would. I would. <laughs> da- Later, guys. <laughs> See ya. See ya, noobs. All listen, he has listen. to do is say, "Look, they refused, and my bank is being dumb." End of story. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. I give it back, I'm I promise. Not, I don't know. Not, yeah, listen, listen, listen. I'm talking about the concept, all right? Let's, let's say in a situation like that where it's a proposition, it's not like a, a traditional Kickstarter campaign to make a game, okay? Kickstarter can have a separate section for propositions where Kickstarter holds them up. Okay, sure, sure. Whatever. They, why? All they do is, it's a different service now, listen, though. Listen, Matt. No, okay, imagine. Uh, I'll tell Put you what. Imagine like, mouthis.com. Okay? Yes, there you go. Imagine XDeal. Old, old, listen, XDeal, right? An old Love game that I played from NTSoft years ago. It was pretty fun. It was a mech. It was like a mech shooter, arena shooter esque kind of game. Mess. It was a mess of a game. It was fun though. It was by NTSoft years ago. I doubt you guys remember it. But imagine you made a Kickstarter page, hundred thousand dollars you raise, and NTSoft, please bring back X Steel. Here's hundred thousand dollars we give you if you make it happen. If if they say no, boom, everybody gets a refund. If they say yes, it's a win win. Like <coughs> wait, 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 but now, like but now is the now is the company under like. Like, no, there's no obligation. Like contract, sounds, like if they take the no. money, so they take the money, and then yeah. like, what if they're like, well, this okay, sounds... we, we put it up, but then we don't want to do it anymore, so it's down. That's fine. That's that's the, the, that, that, at that point, the company would risk their okay, reputation. This to sounds take like it. a legal nightmare. Okay? No, because there's no obligation. Zero obligation. Zero legal. Yeah, nightmare. but as soon as the company takes the money from this proposition, it becomes a legal no, nightmare. No, it's not. Very simple. The contract says. This is your money. You do whatever you want. Who cares and what the, the contract only, says? Only, Contracts yeah. don't stop lawsuits. You know, it's just, it's just not worth no it. Contract. That's what I'm saying. There this, is no this is at, that that idea is asking for trouble. Basically, yeah, I agree. It's too it's too not, not it's too many moving parts and too separated yeah. from uh, I think reality. It's a win-win yes. scenario that allows players to fund the games they want, bring back the games they want, maybe even. I think in the future we're going to see stuff like this, whether it's for video games, whether it's for localizations, translations for things, where people put their money. Here, uh, it's almost like a advanced pre-order. I've got a better idea. Okay, game yeah. show, based on the weakest link, right? The one that wins gets a million dollar grant. <laughs> Boosh. How about we just kickstart like a continent, our own country? How about that? And we, we can sell citizenship, and then if they pay more, they can lordship and like titles. You have to pay a certain amount to get a plot of land. Yeah, like, like titles, titles of nobility, like baron. I like it. <laughs> Dude, can you can you do Kickstarter to buy an island well, and start let's, your yeah. let's see. This island only cost me a thousand dollars because it's in the middle of fucking nowhere. I'm gonna charge you a thousand dollars per square foot. Yes. No. We'll, 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 we'll sell our kingships for less than ten thousand dollars. It'll be a better better deal than Chronicles of Illyria. You'll be a real king. You'll have a little you, bit of land. You would have this stuff at the bottom, like top tier internet for everyone for free. And, and when they get there, they're actually just oh slaves. They can't leave. Gaming community. <laughs> we harvest their organs. In reality, it's like North Korea. They can't sue you if they're in slavery, right? 
They're, yes, yeah, well, is, they're in our country works. now, you know? Our rules apply. Is that like the $10 one? Like, is that for $10? To be All right, apparently someone's already done this. Somebody's already kickstarted a country, so they beat us to that. Wait, really? Okay. Is that real? I mean, Wait. Don Goat said it was, so... And as you guys know, Don Goat knows all. Alright, I think I think Net Net ninety four asked the best Kickstarter campaign. Kickstarter to decensor hente. There we go. I am on board with this. <laughs> you don't need a Kickstarter for that. Change that org. Enough fans together that to like it. They'll do it on their own. For, how about, well, forget hente. What a regular porn from Japan. Just be like uh, Japanese government. Please remove your censor laws. All right, let's let's move on to something else. <laughs> they, they they ask, yeah, you know how fan patch decensors work, right? They redraw it. Really? Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. They basically redraw it. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, there's another sort of unrelated topic, vaguely related to the first topic we talked about. And uh, this 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 week, Activision actually reported their earnings, which is I thought was there's some interesting data in there because this was the first quarter I believe they fully owned King.com because they did buy the makers of Candy Crush. We talked about this a while ago, but they reported that Hearthstone revenue is up 20% year over year. Which is pretty impressive because the last data we heard about Hearthstone was from Super Data Research when it was doing really well on mobile. So we estimate they're doing about $24 million per month. So Hearthstone is still the top of their game. Dang. Even though like some people aren't playing as much anymore, overall it's killing it. 20% year-over-year growth. Wow, $24 million a month, guys. That'd be, that's some nice money, all right? I wish I had that kind of money. With that kind of money, you could do anything. Even make a... Legacy server, but let's not go there. <laughs> yeah, Activision Blizzard is making bank, and uh, my three stocks are, are way up. Going to cash out soon. It's I think so. I think Activision Blizzard is, is you know it's going to be a titan. You know, going forward, it already is a titan, but you know it, it's going to be it's the name. Uh, you know, for for a very very long time, and I'm expecting a mobile game soon. No, anyone else? Well, I mean, they have, they own King now, so I, I, that's what I'm saying. I, imagine a, I, I, I'm expecting this. Ready? A Clash of Clans type game or game of War, World with Warcraft, like Don't Warcraft make, yeah. empires. So much like, money. Build oh, your world. Yeah, like, build your civilization. You know, you can pick Undead or whatever, or Orc, mm -hmm. human. You know. The sad thing oh is, I, I, that game will make more money than WoW. <laughs> it will make yeah. more money than WoW. I'd play it. I'd give it a try. I, I would try it, actually, to be honest. I would give a try, but I'll give that game a try. Yeah. They would oh, make unbelievable while, money. While, if you we're still, right. while, while we're still on this topic, before you guys cut it off somewhere else, I know Sean wanted to talk about that dumb survey. That oh, what is dumb? Oh, we're getting survey. there. We're getting there. What is the survey? Oh, oh. I haven't heard about this. So, in light of Activision Blizzard news, uh, Nostarius, the new uh, ambassadors, it's a very prestigious title, the, the UN granted them that one, <laughs> the ambassadors of Vanilla WoW, who will be heading to Blizzard at an undisclosed time and date, decided to conduct a survey today to uh, try and figure out what it is the WoW community, the Vanilla WoW community wants from a legacy server. I tweeted at them and asked them why they're conducting the survey, and they just, that's exactly what they told me, but I, then I went and took the survey. The survey asked me questions like, what was my favorite raid? How long have I been playing the official World of Warcraft server? Why did I play? See, to me, the survey, I guess, was helpful because it, it mainly asked the one important question, which was, would you pay for mm -hmm. uh, a vanilla World of Warcraft server? But the way I see it, and I'm, I'm basing this on purely emotion, and maybe there's good intentions, it just feels like pandering, okay? Like, they're now the ambassadors of vanilla WoW, and 
And this is somehow going to convince Blizzard to make a private server. I'm, I'm not really sure what it was all about. I don't know if anyone else took the survey in our chat. I know Matt did. Um, but basically, I, I guess they're just taking the survey to collect data and present it to Blizzard. They're going to just put it on Blizzard's okay. desk. But that data is useless. They're just yes. words. Okay, so it's like the raid yeah. thing. I, I put this in the article, right? The raid. Why the fuck do they need to know my favorite raid? Just take the expansion, they put don't. it there, and I they will don't. play the damn raid! It's <laughs> nonsense. There's no reason for even There's already that. a clear demonstration that people want the private server, the, or the vanilla server. So I don't understand what an additional survey is going to do. It just feels like a waste of time at this point. It just feels Complete like we're waste. trying to stay well, relevant. What it feels like to me, what it feels like to me is that not that they're going to stay relevant, that they're going to take this information, they're going to take it to Blizzard, and they're going to bargain with it based on the average of what people are going to be able to deal with. They're not bargaining shit. They're in no position. The case is closed. <laughs> Blizzard's lawyers already told them you're done. <laughs> it's over. There, but they're the ambassadors. You, know you don't you know really work that after calling themselves ambassadors, they're going to be too high and mighty to not bargain. They're not doing Matt, shit. They're going to go get Sean. desk Matt jobs at Blizzard. Listen, 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 listen. Let's say these guys came to Blizzard with $2 million worth of Kickstarter backing and people that commit to Vanilla WoW to give it to Blizzard. And they said, listen here, Blizzard. They say it publicly. Here's $2 million cash money today. If you, if you agree to open a Vanilla WoW server, it's yours. They would do it when there's money behind it proving the concept. That de-risks the project for Blizzard. Blizzard doesn't have to take a financial risk on an issue like this. When they have $2 million being given to them with real – because when people say they'll pay for it, right, on a survey, that means exactly zero. Somebody can say they'll pay for it and they won't. You know, who cares? People are going to fill out that survey. They're all going to say they'll pay for it because they want a vanilla WoW server. No but shit. No, comes to I, no, no I, that's a lie. I said I would not pay for any of it, and I'm not okay. paying for Legion either. <laughs> okay, that's fine. But like most people that want vanilla WoW, they're going to say they'll pay for it even if they won't, and they'll go play on a private server anyway. But if there's money on it, there's literally money on the line, Blizzard will take it more seriously. Blizzard dismisses all of this as hogwash right now because these guys aren't serious. Even if you make a server, they probably won't pay for it. They're cheapskates. But no, if there's money on the line, it's a different story. That's, that's, that's at least how I feel. Michelle, was that dungeon, Tony Man, in, uh, in the Stranglethorn Vale? Tony Man, STV? You oh, kill, I know what you're talking about. The, Shit. The uh, troll one? You kill the troll guy? Zolgarad? Zolgarad. ZG, I'll just put ZG20. CG20 was a lot of fun. Yeah, that's my favorite. You, if you ran 20 in ZG, you were a scrub. You could do that with 10 men if you were good. <laughs> Luckily, my, my guild in Vanilla WoW, we wiped on 20 Wait, men. Who like remembers 15-man uh, Ubers? That's what I want. Bring back 15-man Ubers, all right? Yo, I wiped I so do... often in Ubers. That last boss, the conflagration, oh my god. I just got dunked. He goes, puts you on fire. <laughs> I, I really... Unfortunately, I don't see anything ever coming from Blizzard regarding Vanilla WoW. What I think is happening is Blizzard just... What I see happening is Nostalrius will meet with them after Overwatch releases, and people will gradually forget that this ever happened, yep. and that's it. That's how things work. You care in the immediate ter time after the event goes down, and then gradually you stop giving a shit, and then it fades into nothing. And that's what will happen. Fortunate, but that is true. That, I, I... Okay, that would happen even if they gave them a vanilla server, though. It, they, everybody would be like, oh, this is great. And they're yeah, like, but... oh, I have to pay for this. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> All right, guys, guys. More importantly, the best news of the last two weeks. It's a little older than a week, but it's literally the best thing I've heard in a while. Go ahead and like the video because it's awesome. Ooh, I'm excited. Uh, Tara, Tara has Hello Kitty items for sale. Oh, my God, yes. This is That's probably amazing. my favorite news in a while. Let me go ahead and link it on. It's Sorry, even better it the than podcast. the fucking sports cars. This is so much better than the sports cars. Look at this video, guys. It's Who's so wonderful. Tara? The music is so wonderful, too. All right, I'll turn Put the music about the video, too. Why not? As if Tara didn't have enough, like, lolly, creepy stuff. With that, like, Tara what's that? is so good at dude. What's that race called? The little, the little pedal race? Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of creepy this video actually to be honest i kind of like it it's i mean some some of the races look good with it but some of them just look creepy in the outfits but what about that pig man it's all about the pig <laughs> what about that rabbit <laughs> <laughs> but like how cool is that that they're doing like this cross uh over you don't see very many mrpgs do that like whether it's um, it'd be cool to see like Partnering with like sports teams eventually and doing stuff like that too. Like we're gonna see more brands in MMOs cosmetically. I think whether it's gonna be like, I mean, it'd be a cool way to monetize too. I know. Nogi had some. Japan is big on that. Japan is really big on that cross promotion stuff. Like you see, like you know, characters from one game will make it to another all the time. Ten out of ten would fap the Hello Kitty pig again. Nice. Dream of Mirror Online before had a Clonad one, I think. Really? Yeah. I was surprised I that, was like, Chinese market. game got the license it for... Well, it was probably unlicensed, right? I can't imagine that Chinese company no, I, I respecting copyrights. No, actual, actual promo, right, right. I think. Yeah, the Fantasy Star Online crossovers are awesome. Let me see. So, of course, uh, the goods, they do cost money in Terra. You got to buy them from the, the loot boxes, I believe. And you get a chance of getting various goodies. It'd be nice to see stuff like that in more games. It's a nice, it's a nice little promo. Nice. Best news of the week right there. You can get little backpacks that turn your Ellen from 200-year-old girls into actual little girls. Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh. I, I like that thing where they, they have like a lily character like, she's 700 years old. <laughs> Alright, so big, real big news of the week. It's not really MMO-related, but... Battlefield One trailer. Who, 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 who? Yeah, you gotta mention. Yeah, it. yeah. Let's who, 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 who's seen oh, it? Can who I see it? it? Do you guys have it? All right, I'll play it right now. I'll it. play it for the. All right, let me see it. Let me. Okay. it is. It is amazing, thing. and I gotta put the sound up too. The sound is really good too. Let's watch a cinematic trailer. I'm excited. Are you posting it? But it's an engine. It's on. It's on the stream. I'll link it too. Why not? Watch it. This is an excellent trailer. It's it's off. The stream is off. I am. I am quite excited to play some Battlefield 1. I feel like I talked about uh, World War games recently and how I was tired of modern shooters and wanted to go back to the World Dude, Wars. I love or anything like, older. I love like I love historical like uh, games. I mean, this okay, game looks—it's got everything. It's, it's kind of arcadey, yeah. but it's still got the trench. You know, like it's not. You have cavalry, all right. You had the, the old. <laughs> I have. I have two thoughts about this game right now. One, it's not going to look that good. Okay, so <laughs> of course not. It's in engine, cinematic. but it's it, it's like the no, it's in engine cinematic though. But it's like Battlefront when it first came out. Everybody's like, oh my god, this is going to look awesome, and it came out, 
And it looked nice, but it didn't look nearly as nice as it did. And uh, two, after playing Battlefront... Oh, I've been saying Battlefield. Battlefront. Battlefront. That's what I meant. After playing Battlefront... um, uh, Yeah, it's it's homogenized. Like, Battlefront's pretty homogenized, and, like... uh, like, it has this stereotypical shooter feel, even though it's in sci-fi setting, and that's kind of what I'm worried about with Battlefield 1, even though it's in a World what? War I setting and it's different, because it's the same series, basically. I mean, Battlefront is literally just sci-fi Battlefield. Yeah, that's true. Yep. That front is correct. Oh but my god, I want this, this game so bad. Having played oh, Battlefield 1942, Battlefield 2, Battlefield <laughs> 3 and 4, I, did, I, I feel like Battlefield 2 was okay, because I, I, that's the next Battlefield I played after 1942. That's <laughs> yeah, so my favorite game. It was Vietnam and stuff. I love Battlefield 2. That game is really... Me too, yeah. but like, I didn't want to play the modern shooter over and over and over again. I'm, I'm so done with the modern shooter. Then like, yeah, like, even World too. War 2 would have been nice. So having played World Dude, War 1... Looks awesome. My, uh, where's my revolutionary war shooter? You're not getting <laughs> Battlefield 1942 or 2142 or even Battlefield 2. You're getting like either Battlefield 4 or Battlefront in World yes, War One. I know exactly. I know what you're saying because that that is the vibe you got from you know yeah the Star true. Wars one. But that setting alone makes me excited to play because I, I was never excited to play. after Battlefield Two. <laughs> I played Battlefield Three, and since then I wasn't excited for any Battlefield games. Like I stopped being excited about them. And this is the first time I'm excited about a Battlefield game, based on the scenery alone, almost. Because I'm tired of that modern shooter. I can't wait to see you, Istanbul. You guys are going down. <laughs> I, I've got one for you guys then. But don't worry, we got cavalry. Or, or one it's, it's the, Middle East, <laughs> the Middle East has cavalry in, in Battlefield. Oh, you guys are going to be the, the powerhouse in the game. Okay. I, wonder if, I wonder if the game will have fezzes for the Ottoman soldiers. That'd be awesome. That would be pretty cool. Battlefield yeah, 1781. I, I linked you guys a World War One FPS. That I, we've played that. Actually, <laughs> we're done. I have this game. I, 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 I know this. Game, Yo, do we all have? Yo, we should do this for Sunday Funday if we haven't already. I don't, I don't even remember. We we will be the only players on, wouldn't we? Yeah, oh, see. maybe. No, it, it's it doesn't have all the all aspect work. No, no, no. Six thirty nine. All right, that's pretty, pretty good actually. Uh, I mean, if we already all own this, I mean, I don't see why we can't just do it for Sunday Funday. It can be like a ghetto version of Battlefield One. <laughs> it gets hype for Battlefield One. Maybe that's a good idea. All so, right. Before we go away from Battlefield 1, I want to show you the competitor to, to Battlefield 1. It's it's Call of Duty Infinite Warfare oh. Reveal. So I linked a video on it. Oh, let's see And it. just look how many dislikes this has. Where look is at this, it? Look, they got so dunked in the podcast Why? Chat. Why did they get so many dislikes? Call wow. of Duty fans don't like it? 1.6 million. And it's, it's official. <laughs> so wait a second. Has the Call of Duty fan base turned against it? I don't get it. I think the problem was... It got it got flooded after the Battlefield One One came out because it looks so much worse yeah. in comparison. Oh yeah, okay. There's some excellent uh, gifs on Reddit about it. I don't it. think it's I've ever like... I don't think I've ever disliked the video on YouTube. I'll make it my I'll, I'll make this my first. I'll join the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> join the crowd of internet hate. I'll, I'll also downvote them. I'll just like it. There we go. You know what? You know what? Since everyone's doing it, I'll get on board. Let's all dislike the Call of Duty video. <laughs> But Sean, aren't you an Activision Blizzard shareholder? Aren't you hurting your profits by doing this? You just lost oh, money. I'll never cash in anyway. We all know that. I can't even <laughs> afford to cash okay. out. I, I, I think that the big thing about it, though, still, I don't like the name. I think it feels like it's the last one, and it feels like it's going to have way more content than it's going to. For what? Like Infinite Warfare? Infinite Warfare. Yeah, it, this it actually looks like... very similar. Yeah, I wouldn't... 
If I didn't know the title, I would think this was the previous Call of Duty. I wouldn't have any idea. It's not just Black Ops Three. It kind of looks like it kind of looks like Halo. Like it's very generic sci-fi. I had I had the very same vibe. Didn't the last one Call of Duty do that though? They had the jetpacks and yeah, Advanced Warfare and Black Ops Three. Both have black. I think this is this this is gonna this might be the turning point for the Call of Duty franchise if this hate rolls over. Imagine obviously World Wars. But again, this could just be like a, a temporary thing on the internet where when the, by the time the game comes out, everyone forgets about it and everyone just buys it anyway, you know? I think, I'm sure, so it'll, I'm sure this, it'll play well, but the problem is this game looks yeah. like it has no soul compared to Battlefield 1. Wait, Battlefield, no the, Battlefield soul 1 is a good critique. Everyone excited, all right? Okay, it, it's hard to say, though, that Battlefield 1 is going to have a soul until you've seen gameplay. That's true. <laughs> I mean, Battlefront, like, no, everyone so Both games aren't out yet, so it's just a matter of marketing. And, uh, clearly, EA Honestly, did a better job, you know? It's, Matt, it's I think just by more. not being modern or future warfare, it already has more soul. Because it's it's at least not printing the same shit that's been print now in the in the mainstream gaming uh, developers uh, that we've been seeing. At least at least it's trying to do something but different. This is the but, same but again, yours. my concern is it's going to play, like, all those other ones. I don't mind that though. So, I, I don't. I love that. That's fine. It probably will. You're right. Yeah, it probably will. I don't see a problem with that though. Well, there it is, boys. I hope it does. <laughs> All right. Well, that is it for the podcast. We are once again out of time. But if you're watching this, you can stick around and keep watching us on Twitch.tv for the overtime. Oh, the overtime when this shit gets good, boys. And That's when we are take unhinged. Our shirts off. Uh -oh. If you're watching this, off, if you're boys. watching this on YouTube, be sure to check us out live on Tuesdays at four Pacific time PM, Definitely. seven Eastern time on Twitch. There it is. Fare thee oh, well. We're gonna get unhinged now, boys. All right, say your farewells. This is when it gets good. Later, guys. See ya. See you later. Later. That later.